0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the wrestling podcast getting over. We've got host Stuart Woodmancy, co-host Paul Williams, special guest Matthew Moore, and and I'm there as well, as as is the way. Um, it's the last pay per view of the year. It's like Christmas come early. So, uh, yeah, brace yourself for some TLC, little tables, ladders and chairs, pay-per-view. Some juicy predictions, we've even got guest predictions, so uh, look out for those coming your way. If you're checking us out on YouTube, and you're one of our lovely YouTube subscribers, big high-five to you. And uh, if you're one of our new YouTube subscribers, big high-five to you. You're helping make the channel an amazing place to be. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast getting over. Uh, why do we have to have issues? Quick stew cover cover for my technical errors. <laughs>
1: Quick, uh, I'm not. I'm not going to start singing you. You want to keep listening, not not drive them away, surely. <laughs> Are We, uh, how are we fixed, Mr. Cook?
0: Yeah, everything's everything's the the way it was uh, yesterday for the uh, NFL podcast, where uh, <laughs> I I announced that nothing was recording. Obviously, when I went and uh, coded it all up. Absolutely was recording, so that was a joy (laughs) to listen to.
1: I'd have used the uh, the line from the original Star Wars, everything's fine, everything's fine, nothing to see here. Hi, uh, how are you, except for Matt and Paul, I've no idea what I'm talking about. So, now that we've uh, briefly discussed NFL and Star Wars, welcome everyone to Getting Over, the the wrestling podcast. We are here for Getting Over number 26, um, which can mean only one thing. We're joined by Mr. Matthew Moore. Mr. Hello. Paul Williams, hello. And of course, the the head honcho of Cookie Cast himself, Mr. Andy Cook. Hello there. Um, I say I say it can mean only one thing. We're all here. There's definitely been some wrestling. There's definitely going to be a bit more wrestling. So uh, let's let's get into it. Um, for the predictions title, uh, last time out, not only did we have a new champion, Mr. Cook. But we also had a brand new challenger, and we welcomed the guest predictions of Jack. Uh, would we get a new champion? Could it be Jack to topple the reigning champ and possibly claim himself a prize in the process? Let's find out, shall we? So we were here to discuss Survivor Series last time out. Um, I've I've got a little bit of a system for for totting up the points, and it involves some colours and bit of highlighting and that's what happens when you're married to a teacher and then I use red and blue I'm sure you can (laughs) get this one don't
2: don't blame being married to a teacher you would be doing this no matter what
1: (laughs) (laughs) can can neither confirm nor deny at this stage um so let's just say there is an awful lot more red than I would have hoped to have seen and that wasn't because I was scoring it for Raw and Smackdown (sighs) now Paul, I, I, there was a bit of back and forth in the in the meantime, thinking he'd got no points, so uh, you know that's going to bode well for the lad. So we we all know by now that it's usually me that is last, and I'm pleased to say this month, me and Paul are both last. <laughs> <laughs> we both got we, we both scored a uh, a whopping three points. But that is still three more than you thought, eh, Paul. So yeah, I thought I thought would absolutely shit the bed. <laughs> well, t- turns out it wasn't just you. So at least we can we can share that for <laughs> for this month. Now the question is: Would would Jack get himself the prize from uh, from from beating us at the predictions? Well, it was close. It was a very close run thing between uh, Jack, Matt, and Andy. Jack unfortunately has found himself in second place on this occasion with four points. So, only one more than me and you, Paul, as well. So, that's. Uh, which which so, then means. To take us <laughs> which then means you might have picked up on that when I said he's in second place, that's because we have got a joint first place this time around. <sighs> Both my Matt- Our favourite thing in the world, a draw. My favourite thing in the <laughs> world. Well, you'll be pleased to know I've got a little remedy for that in a minute. So, um, you bought another yeah.
3: title. You wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me... you haven't bought another one. You're just going to give away one of your titles? Ah, they, they've, they've right. all they've all gone. They've all gone. Can you, you can't see them now, can you? They've, they've all gone. Good um, point.
1: Part of me does kind of feel that we maybe should give it to Matt on the basis that he was the only one that predicted Lana as the sole survivor for Team Raw, which was very left field at the time.
2: And then definitely happened. Um, Ballsy. Ballsy, I think is the phrase. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm just not sure that you hadn't had a few before we started the podcast last time. <laughs> so, well, it's like I say, Jack, Jack did put up a bit of a valiant fight, but couldn't quite top you guys. So, with you guys both scoring five points, it's tie-break time. Uh, I, know you, I know you love this. So... As, as we, we will discuss later on, we're all here to, to predict the next pay per view for the other and the final pay per view of the year, which is TLC. But without Google, what I want to know is um, which year did the very first TLC match take place in WWE? Andy has champions advantage, so he can choose if he wants to go first or second, and the nearest answer wins. And then obviously Paul will tell us exactly what time it happened and the date and who was in the match as well. So,
0: what well, the weather was that day as well.
1: <laughs> so, would you like to go first or second, Andy? I'm
0: gonna be sneaky and I'm gonna go second, mm-hmm. just to get so a. That gives Matt just to get a barometer. A get,
1: hang on. <laughs> so, no pressure, Matt. We haven't got any like who wants to be a millionaire style music or anything like
3: that. i
2: Dum, dum. All budget <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two thousand
1: and four. Okay. I, I, you know I w- this is the point I would I would say is that your final answer based on Paul's marvellous impression the moment ago. But um Andy essentially this is where I turn into Bruce now, I'm going through all the game shows. Higher or lower, sir. <laughs> two thousand and two. So with that, he is now the reigning and defending, still pay-per-view predictions champion, Mr. Andy Cook. Well done, sir. Well done. So like I to say, you guys both got five um, leading to that tiebreak. So do you want to know
3: what the actual answer was? Does Paul know what the actual answer is? Uh, I believe... It took this the first match, not the first pay per
1: view. The the first TLC match, yeah. I
2: think oh, it was... oh,
1: oh,
2: oh. I thought the first TLC pay per view. Oh.
1: Sorry. <laughs> oh man. Now I feel bad. Now do we need to now do I need to scramble for another question? <laughs>
2: Go
3: on then Paul. Uh, but yeah, the first TLC match I believe was Summerslam 2000.
1: Is the right answer? <sighs> Won by Edge and Christian against the Hardys and the Dudleys. So yeah, that is that is the, absolutely nailed on. So I'm I'm, I'm loving, loving the new headwear so for those. I feel. Well, I, I feel you're
3: going to keep that going all game.
0: I feel at this point in time that it should be more of a crown because I, I, I think <laughs> I've, I've 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 pretty much sewn this year up as far as title uh, victories is concerned.
1: I mean, it definitely like you know possession is nine tenths of the law, and it's definitely been at your house. Well, <laughs> the <week laughs>
3: well, March. there is. <laughs> <there, there was laughs> <there, but. laughs>
1: so yeah, so from. From the, the the hotly tested, uh, hotly contested uh, title picture in, in our own uh, podcast world, we do have to move on to a bit a bit of a bit of sad news from the real world. Uh, between the last podcast and now, um, Mr. Pat Patterson passed away, age seventy nine. Some of you will uh, know Pat as being one of Vince McMahon's stooges during the Attitude Era, but if that's all you ever saw of him, his wrestling career did date back quite a way. Um, He started out in 1958 uh, in in Canada, which is where he's from. Um, And uh, predominantly, probably be linked to, it'd be be remembered because he's been linked to so many firsts during his career. The one that everybody will always give is the the first ever intercontinental champion. Um, If you don't know how he won that title, look up the uh, now infamous tournament that possibly happened at some point that might not have. And um but he it was, it was the first openly gay wrestler, um, and that was discussed in his uh, autobiography back in 2016, but I suppose, like, you know, as much as that, the thing he'll probably be remembered for the most was that he actually invented the Royal Rumble match, um, and, and, like, tributes have, have been pouring in all month from, uh, from, from fans and superstars of, of, of all generations, so Unfortunately, some sad, sad news to, to kick us off, but it, you know we can't can't not mention him because of especially because of all of the the contributions that he's uh, he's kind of given to what we all watch and enjoy now. So so yeah, I
3: had, to, I had to mention him there. Um, they, they always well, used to say they always used to say on like a lot of the podcasts I listened to that he was he always like looked at as the best like Finnish guy in the in the company as well. Like he. He'd help come up with the most creative ways to end the match and stuff like that. So that was that was another sort of notch that he had to his uh, his belt. So
1: good. Mm. Did, did you see the um the Sami Zayn tribute that he put up on Twitter? So is it this when he won the title? When he won the NXT title, yeah, and they, yeah. they apparently tried to stop uh, Pat Patterson as a backstage guy going out into the ring and. Uh, the person who was stopping him he was just politely told to f off there was no way he was missing the celebration so
2: yeah, yeah quite quite enjoyed that i um, think that's the, the, the biggest thing i noticed was like was the outpouring from a lot of the uh, nxt mainly the nxt folks that had come through like saying what uh what like what an inspiration he was and like how much support he gave as well to to, to a lot a lot of them kind of thing that probably struggled a bit and you know, they, it's probably a difficult kind of thing to come in, like a lot of them do from the Indies, where and they kind of sneered at because, oh, well, you're an indie wrestler, which is less less so now, but still was kind of when Sami Zayn was coming in, it was like, oh, you know, Kevin Owens is too fat. He's you know, he doesn't look like a wrestler, but in fact, he's probably one of the most talented ones in in, in the world, kind of thing, and obviously he seemed to do a lot for those people kind of thing so it's it's nice to, it's nice to see because i think sometimes um I'm discussing a bit <laughs> with grumbles um it's quite a cold place the wwe and you know we've we seen that side of it with with like the you know people being released really who you know like got rid of their wrestling schools or you know would been there for 30 odd years and was like you know not a not a face face a face face of the of the thing but everybody knew who they were and you know it seems nice that you know that they, they, they this person still thought of highly and kind of spoken really well of kind of thing
1: yeah it, i mean one thing that he was kind of famous for outside in more in his personal life was that he was he was big into the karaoke and the fact that they used his karaoke song, um, The Frank Sinatra, uh, my way. like oh, as as soon as it kicked in I was like <sighs> Right, that's me then for the next couple of minutes. I was just like, <laughs> like it was difficult. But um but yeah, I, they, and and as well, they always do a good tribute video, don't they? So a lot of trouble but yeah radio. Yeah, it was it, it it's it is just sad, but I said we we can't we 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 won't we won't stay with that for the rest of the podcast so we'll uh, we move on to some other stuff that's happened over the, the last month since we were last with you. Um, we have had NXT war games since last time we were here. So one of any NXT fan's favorite time of the year where they get the the old uh, double rings and double cage out. Um, a couple of things to note for me from that show was that Johnny Gagano is now the uh, only three-time North American champion in NXT history. Having still been the only two-time North American champion in their history. Um and also, as much as it pains me to talk about this guy, Pat McAfee. Now, that's not a name that necessarily, if you've not followed NXT, you would know from this podcast. It might be more if you had more of an NFL flavor in about you. Um, like, for me, he's doing pretty well. Like, I can't, I'm i I'm, I'm surprised by him. He's, he's obviously there for the promo more than anything else, but he is actually putting a bit of effort in in the matches as well which i'm, I'm pleased
3: to see yeah so I, I don't know if i don't know if any of you guys have seen about this but um he does he does i think he does audio, video as well as audio for his podcast that he does every week um and apparently the the first podcast that he recorded after war games he turned up with a neck brace on yeah I saw that. so he he's like he's obviously fully sort of buying into it fully committing to the the story and stuff like that which is uh which is good to see, and um, obviously, as, as has been discussed at length before, obviously I uh, enjoy listening to uh, Mr. Cornette's podcasts on a weekly okay. basis, uh, and it came up on there, it came up on there that he's, uh, you know, he's, he's almost like a bit of a throwback, because he's like an old school sort of heel, that he's, 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 not, he's not just doing it on screen, and then just, he's, he's got his personal life away from wrestling, that's just like separate, he's almost sort of, Blending the two together, and he's really sort of getting invested in it. So he's uh, he's certainly one of, if not probably the best heel in the company at the minute, regardless of show that he's on.
1: The the, the thing that cropped up on my radar about him was um, a stone called Steve Austin had been out promoting. him He's got a straight up Steve Austin show coming back out in the new year, and they'd asked him about the current product, and he picked up. On Pat McAfee and giving, like for somebody like Stone Cold to come out with it and, and McAfee be like the first name out of his mouth when when asking that question is quite to me that that feels like quite a big deal. So absolutely, we'll yeah. see, we'll see see where he goes from there. Um, the the only one other thing really I've got on the list in big news since since last time i were with you is the fact that uh, the the internet had somewhat melted. After a certain sting decided to show up in AEW,
2: I thought. Wait, I thought you were talking. Then I thought you were going to talk about um, what's his name, Austin Theory, having another video on uh, adult sites. <laughs> that is a very different kind of melting on the internet. <laughs> uh, I can't. I'm really kind of AEW is going a very. Weird and dangerous direction at the moment I mean we've already commented on How awful the figures are And obviously they've released another set of them Today that are I mean Bang Average is polite Shit would be Closer (laughs) (laughs) And then Go on Matt sorry I'll, I'll let you finish And then the crossover with TNA Is I mean you know that really successful Wrestling company that you know did so well, and it, I don't know. It, it I think we we've talked about it. we've touched on it a few times before, and um, yeah, it's it's it, when they first started out, you thought yeah they're going to be something different. They're going to be they're not going to do the WCW old WWE people. They're not going to do the TNA washed up WWE people, and then slowly but surely. <laughs> As you go along, it's like oh, there's another one, and there's another one, and there's another one, and you're just like people weren't that, you know, maybe people were excited when Sting came to WWE. They certainly weren't excited when he left, and they weren't like, oh, gutted, you know, I can't believe he's gone. And you just like, like apparently wants to wrestle another match. Great. What? Well, yeah, it's going to be awful. Well,
3: he's, you know,
2: he's, just, what, he's he's
3: sixty-one, I think. I'm, I'm just, sorry, but like, regardless of how well you've kept your body in shape and no one should be wrestling in their sixties.
2: It's just not worth the risk. It just back a desperation, you know. I know, I know, it didn't end the way he wanted it to at WWE, but coming back to to AEW, I just don't. Where's he going to get the good match from? I know, I know there's some really talented wrestlers there, but it sounds like he wants a proper run, as opposed to come and wrestle Cody or come and wrestle, you know, Kenny Omega. though you know properly talented wrestlers that could probably get a good match out of him, but I just, I just don't see it, I just, and I, just don't, I don't see the point and you, when you're trying to brand yourself as something different and it's starting to look and smell. Like TNA, and then oh, Kenny Omega's turned up at TNA. Like, oh, then it just you've got it, you got the TNA shit all over you now. You know, it's just it's not good. They're only they're only missing Hogan, aren't they, from the old <laughs> school
1: TNA days of Bischoff and Ah, oh, yes, but but I was uh, about
3: as, to say that Hone, then. I remember Hone, Tony's already come out and said, Auntie, because he Cause he, uh, he put a tweet out when Linda Hogan had said something. And he put a tweet out to her saying, um, just so you're aware, you, um, you like your ex-husband, are banned from ever attending or being on a, 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 an AEW show in the future. And it's like, if he offered to be on AEW, you would be absolutely
2: snapping his hand off. Sorry,
3: don't even lie. I think he's turned
2: up a couple of times because obviously it's not far from where he lives. He, he just, yeah. I was about... You know when you said think well, about
1: Bishop and I was like, oh no, yeah, he's been on twice already. <laughs> just, like, just waiting for he was the, of, to rock up. <laughs> they they turn up at like the opening of a lift. All them too, if, if we give them enough <laughs> money. Um, one one thing that you you briefly touched on there would still be my uh, my grumble this time. Um, I can't remember if we if we covered it in length last time or if it was just be, between us boys. But the, the you said about about the toys. Oh, man just sort your <laughs> shit out like people like grown adults have been falling out about these toys for the last uh sort of couple of weeks now and it, it's just like i mean this is me right you you guys if you've seen the podcast before you have seen the collection you guys all all know it pretty well but it's, it's a plastic figure man like it's not worth falling out about absolutely not worth it. and plus because, yes, they have had uh, distribution issues. Yes, at the moment, you can't get a hold of them or particularly well. Give it a couple of weeks, maybe a month after Christmas, and every single toy shop in the land will be carrying them. Um, because, let's face it, with AE, with, without being awful, um, the people who are buying the AEW figures aren't the people that are going to be ripping them out of the packets to play with them. It's going to be people... Like me, uh, you know, in in that kind of fandom level, who buy them, keep them in the box, or put, take them out of the box and put them in some kind of display. It is not worth falling out over.
2: You'll get, you'll get, you'll be able to get them in a bargain bucket, in a bargain bin sooner rather than later. Because not many people are going to buy them. It's still niche. It's not like yeah, yeah. You know, so, it's so what I'm
3: saying, Matt is give it, give it six weeks. Head to your local B and M bargain. And uh, you'll be able by, to just by the, uh, just get a in, by the time in.
2: we're through the third lockdown, about March time, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we'll, uh, you'll be able to pop into Smiths, Smith's or uh, the Entertainer and uh, pick yourself the whole set up for about forty quid.
1: <laughs> my uh, one one thing that was just the final thing on on those that you would said about that they've uh, announced like a new a new line of them as well. Um, so, they've already announced Wave 3 when they can't get Wave 1 in stock. But within Wave 3, he's going to be everybody's favourite Geordie wrestler. Neville, as was, or Pac. Everybody remember what his, uh, what his, what his full nickname is? Ba- 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 the, bastard. the Bastard. The Bastard. So, a quick, quick shout-out to, uh, to to Johnny from Wrestle HQ, who we've, uh, we've talked about before on the podcast. He put out a thing before that absolutely cracked me up because he's... <laughs> Basically, the parents in 2021 are going to be, like, ringing a toy store going, um, hi, yeah, I'm just wondering if you've got any bastards left in stock for my... Uh, <laughs> 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 I, did, I did quite enjoy that, so, yeah. Go check out Wrestle HQ if you don't already. Oh, uh, so, so yeah, we've, that, that kind of pretty much covers the, the big stuff, I would say, that's happened since last time we were here. Um... There is a little bit of something else, which isn't huge, but we'll we'll get to it. But we're, we're coming up right to the TLC predictions. Coming to you this Sunday, still from inside the Thunderdome. However, since last time out, the Thunderdome itself has actually moved. It was, as you will well know, in the Amway Centre in uh, Orlando, Florida. And uh, it's is now at the home of the Tampa Bay Rays at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. Um, apparently, because the Amway Center is a basketball venue, for, for I, I wasn't aware of that until the actual move happened. Didn't really know what the Amway Center was, but it's the home of the Orlando Magic. So yeah, we've we've had a bit of a change of scenery. And do you guys will also remember that on the pod we've talked before about how difficult I found it to get Thunder Dome tickets, <laughs> trying to get trying to get in, trying to get onto the screen. Since the last time we were all together. I've I've been I've been on the thumbdog for Raw and SmackDown every week, <laughs> so uh, it's uh it's becoming somewhat easier. So yeah, if you uh, if you haven't had a chance to experience it yet, then, uh, then keep keep trying because uh it's 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 getting decidedly easier. With the last pay per view of 2020, are WWE gonna serve us up some early Christmas presents? Do we think, or are they just gonna add to the absolute dumpster fire that 2020 has been? Get stuck into the car, shall
0: we? It's going to be uh, so, it's going to be an orange and a lump of coal stew. Let's face it. <laughs> but I mean,
1: look, look Donald oh, Trump doesn't oh, do guest appearances anymore. Uh, yeah. So as as always, the the following matches are, are, have all been announced at the time of recording, and um, still subject to change. But we've currently got six matches in the offing. Um, Andy will be. As always, delighted to know that the first match we're going to talk about Features his, uh, his all-time favourites, the New Day uh, Defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against the Hurt Business So, last time out at Survivor Series The New Day scored no points for anybody When I say anybody, I was the only one who picked them Because the Street Profits actually picked up the victory there Um, They were looking for a night off the night after but it wasn't going to happen because they were immediately jumped on by the Hurt Business and namely Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander and it's kind of been rinse and repeat really every week since then but they've now found themselves in a championship match this coming weekend New Day seem to kind of have their number a little bit the Hurt Business's number a little bit in the early going but in the last few weeks there's kind of been like a little bit of sort of chipping away and chipping away and managed to find like a few sort of Chinks in the armour maybe And The Hurt Business Actually picked up a win Over New Day In a six man Tag team match This uh, past week Although the Deciding factor was Jeff Hardy Tapping out To Bobby Lashley With all that being said Who do we think Is going to win Who wants to kick us off
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with The Hurt Business Okay I think it's got to be a payoff at some point, and if I think it's like, oh yeah, 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 we'll head into the new year as the, yeah, you know, the tag championship, and kind of a bit of a undisputed era kind of prophecy type thing, because you know, they don't rehash stories or anything. <laughs> oh.
1: There's no way that MVP is going after the main title though. Surely <laughs> it'll be twenty-four-seven. Oh. Has to be. <laughs> yeah,
2: they'll, they'll they'll kind of rehash it somehow to kind of.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got you down for the hurt business, Matt. Andy.
0: Hurt business for me, please, sir. Um, <laughs> okay. However, and I've, go on. Um, something that we that we haven't covered, but we will be covering throughout is. Uh, Jack fancies his chances again this time out and has sent in a list of predictions. Um, I I would like to give a little shout out to Jack because his predictions are particularly tasty this time out uh, to the point where I was... uh, I was a little worried when I looked at them and was like, he's got all my picks. And I thought it was going to be—I was going to get called out for either copying or whatever. Um, although I have gone for the hurt business, and Jack has gone for the new day. So uh, not all of his predictions can be can be winners, can they? <laughs> Paul. Um.
3: Usually, this is where I would sort of like pick the uh, the titles to change out, but. Now keep, keep keep them on the new day for another another couple of weeks and like have it as twenty twenty one is the year of the hurt business or something. Like that. Wow, I, I'm I'm
1: surprised. I I thought that was going to be a clean sweep the way that was up. I have gone for the hurt business, and um, so even uh, with Jack not not present for the recording, instantly playing for points already. He definitely knew that we were all picking the uh, the other the other team. So looks like Paul's joined him in that. Uh, Right, uh, the next match on the list is the SmackDown Women's title match between Sasha Banks and Carmella. So, after finally dispelling the myth that Sasha couldn't defend the singles title with a victory over the former champion, Bayley, uh, Sasha has had no time to rest. She's been the focus of uh, the returning Carmella, who has pretty much attacked her every week since she decided to show her face again. Uh, New ring gear, new entrance, new music, which in fairness she's come back as a, as a heel so if they'd, have, if they'd have played that bloody fabulous song jesus christ that would have been awful but anyway they're taking carmella in a, in a in a new direction and it, it is the most attention really that she's kind of had on, on tv time and um, certainly since when she had she had the run the whole princess of staten island character with the, like the money in the bank contract a few years ago but are they going to pull the pull the trigger this early? Are they going to let Sasha Banks have one defense
3: and then lose it? What, what are we thinking? Uh, surely not. I mean, I think uh, I'm just. I'm trying to think of the way. like this will work around because I'm trying to think. They won't. Ah, uh, Carmel will win, but it'll be by disqualification or count out, so the title doesn't change hands. So I think they'll want to okay. keep her strong with this re character, but surely it's too early in the uh, in the procedures to give her the, the bell this early. Okay. Um, I'm
1: going to throw mine straight in there. I've, I've, I've put mine in for, for Sasha. I, I can't see that they'll take the title off Sasha, but I didn't think about it. Generally, I don't we'll get to that, but I I, don't, I didn't even consider the, the, the DQ, but yeah, I'm sticking with Sasha I think that we'll keep the title on her for a good long while, yeah, I would have thought Mr Cook?
0: Um, both, uh, myself and Jack have gone with Sasha Banks okay. Obviously there was no, no. conferring I will, I will reiterate there was no conferring
2: There's and a I- touch of the uh, there's a there's a touch of the Mr Williams ringer kind of uh, smell about this
0: so you knew ago. it wasn't going <laughs> to be long
2: ne- next <laughs> ne- next next uh, getting over it's going to be like, oh yeah Jack won and then Mr Cook will sit there with the bell going oh yeah three on the trot lab oh, he wasn't able to join <laughs> us what a, what a terrible situation it'll be it'll be the whole the whole reveal it was me Austin it's me all along <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so uh, they say that that's just Matt then to pick on this one. Who are you going with, Matt? <laughs> uh, or just uh, just pick whatever Andy's picked,
2: <laughs> or Jack, or, or Andy Jack, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I, it is that it is that kind of thing of like they obviously the the whole. It's one of those things where you sit there and you think, well, they're not going to waste all that build that they spent of a month of uh, getting undressed and dressed and undressed behind a screen and, you know, everyone was all excited about it and then she appeared and you're like, ah, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> uh, so, like, yeah, I'm going to go with Sasha because I just think okay. that she, she's, obviously, yeah, she's a good kind of face for the company and stuff like that at the moment. Go
3: on, Paul. Just uh, You said that you wouldn't They wouldn't uh, put all that time and effort building her up to only then like, have it sort of last for a
2: week and then just I, drop it I, all I, again. I, I think One it was word. all end with sarcasm, I think, was the... Ah, uh... uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, it's just, I was just going to say,
3: uh, obviously we're forgetting that Emmalina was ever a thing, yeah? <laughs> I, I think WWE is forgetting that Emmalina was ever a thing. I think at the time or, they wrote it, they, I mean, they, they
1: did
2: something for me. What the, the fuck re- was that? Or the rebranding of Liv Morgan Which came and went And uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: It was li- literally Lasted for the length of a cake smash And that was it wasn't it <laughs> Yeah basically So um, From one women's match To then uh, one women's champion to, to another women's champion Although this time the Raw women's champion Is in a tag team title match This has thrown up a few question marks. This is this is where you probably wouldn't expect it to be a good uh, range of range of options, but we've, we've got a good bit of predicting to do here. So, for those of you that have been um, keeping up, and obviously, seeing as we mentioned it before, Lana was the sole survivor at Survivor Series. Well done, Matt, for being the only person crazy enough to actually pick that.
2: And you all um, laughed at me and you thought, he's been drinking more, he's been. Drinking, drinking more than just beer, you know. There's, there's other things that've been going on in that house, kind of thing. And no, no. You say, you say that we laughed at yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't for like the full
1: podcast, but it was for a good portion of the uh, prediction section. Was,
2: mocked, uh, <laughs> mocked was the is the phrase I think is. Uh,
1: <laughs> um. Well, the, the 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 momentum kind of changed then for her uh, um, Survivor Series, like. um just, again, please don't adjust your devices. That did actually happen. Um, but after the win, Nia Jax and Shane and have still been intent on destroying Lana. Um, but with a bit of an odd pairing, Asuka has kind of come to Lana's aid. This past week, Lana now also holds a pinfall victory over Nia Jax. Now, again, regular listeners will know that we all um, appreciate Nia's skill set on this podcast but having Lana have a pinfall victory over somebody like as destructive as Nia Jax is just bizarre um, however shortly after that she was absolutely destroyed by both Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax after the match and is now apparently injured the tag title match got kind of then thrown up um, didn't know if it was going to happen at one point, it still was billed as Lana and Asuka. And in the last couple of days, it's now come out that the match is still happening. But Lana isn't in it. It's going to be Shayna Baszler and Nia defending against Asuka. And the mystery partner. So, this coming weekend, is Asuka, Asuka going to become a double champion? Or are uh, Baszler and Jax going to get back on the trail of destruction? And who... Is the partner going to be? So this time round we have a a point for the match winner. And we also have a point for if you can predict the partner correctly as well. Now, I believe Jack was all over this. So maybe we need to start with Jack's predictions this time.
0: Jack was all over this. But I've just re-looked at what what he's claiming. And... I will read his exact words. Um, Asker and mystery partner. In brackets, Jack thinks it will be Lana.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, that's, that's fair enough if they're throwing a bit of mystery up about it, but then I suppose that's going to rip the ass out of everybody that's wanting it to not be Lana still for the match. But, um but yeah, okay, that's that's fair enough. I've um, I've got them down in the book. What oh, I will, do you want to go
0: next? What I oh, would God. say at that point in time is we'll take a small commercial break and come back with the rest of the productions. So uh, hold hold that thought. We'll, uh, see who ends up where in in the in the return. <laughs> Let's do that one. <laughs> right. We'll be right back. So there we go.
1: Back quicker than you could actually have time to watch a line of match, as we were discussing it. So, Paul, straight in.
3: Carry on, sir. Predictions. So, you saw me. Um, right, so... Um, I will take the tails to switch hands. Okay. With Asuka and her mystery partner, the NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai.
1: Okay. It's a reasonable show, I think. Check that out. It's actually documented at the time that I said Paul actually had a good show and didn't just slag him off for it. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, who have you got?
0: Right, are you ready? Go on, Oscar mm-hmm. and her mystery partner, mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair.
1: Oh. You might, you might not have uh, stolen. You might not have stolen Jack's picks, but you've definitely stolen mine, you bugger. Yeah. So.
0: The return. Okay,
1: Matt, I have the exact same answer. Yeah. Nah, I'll just leave mm. you to round these ones out.
2: I also had the same answer.
0: Mm.
2: But. For Charlotte Flair to turn on it. um. So she okay. comes out there as as a partner, but obviously during the match at some point, because obviously she'll want and probably get the Raw Women's Championship soon. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, she'll
1: she'll be given number one contenderships there. It's like within like the fact that her tour has crossed the threshold of the ramp. Surely that's that's how that works.
2: Yeah. So yeah, and then obviously those three become like a thing. I kind of. <laughs> With the idea of Mandy Rose for want well, of a bit of a phrase, um, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I just I think obviously she's in the ma- in in the team with the uh, Dana Brooker isn't she? So yeah, yeah, that's right. The the, the, logical, the I mean the other the other one that I kind of thought about was perhaps when when Paul said Io Shirai, I thought maybe Rhea Ripley, um, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. She it, it seems to have kind of gone a bit flat for her and that kind of thing. So yeah, I'll stick my with Charlotte Blair, But turning on her in during the match.
1: I've got I've got you down in the book for that. So that's that's three of us then going for Charlotte. I my only other consideration for that was going to be. I was wondering if they'd get um, Kyrie Sane back as as just as a one off. Um, I think yeah, if if it, if it if it was if if it was Kyrie, she'd get like a bit of a. a Send off that she never really had, um, but I don't know. Like it, it's, it's just a, if, if it is Kyrie, then obviously they're not going to win. Um Get a proper send off, uh, Ajax Jax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the stuff, the stuff that dreams are made of. Um, for half of the women's roster, anyway. So we'll
3: leave that one. i will leave that one alone. And um, moving on I don't then. Think it, I don't. I don't think, I don't know if it's gonna get if it's gonna get brought up later on. But I did see something quite funny on there uh, on Twitter where it was that there was rumors that came out that Vince had asked for Keith Lee to be sent down to um the performance centre for some more polishing and like some more mm-hmm. not training and such, but just for sort of like getting to sort of work on certain things. And there was a meme that had, uh, that someone had put on Twitter where it was like I, I don't know what I don't know what the meme is, but it's a picture of like a it's like a Toy bear or something. It's the it's the bear that that has that, got that sort of that look. That's like like looking over its shoulder. And it was basically um, so that it was like the quote was like um, Vince Keith, you need to go back and do more training so you get better. And then the next part was just basically a picture of that bear and just Nia Jacks and just like, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. <laughs>
2: yeah, that... <laughs> It's a strange one, that. Go on, Matt. I was, uh, was going to say, being as you brought it up, you might as well put 30 seconds on there. <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> on, 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 the, on, a, on a stopwatch, please. Is it on Jack's
3: watch? On Jack's watch, what? Three, uh,
2: two, one. Off
3: you
2: go. How have you managed to ruin the most over superstar in the company in less than a month? You know, know, send him back, right, let's send him back to the performance centre because he's not polished enough. No, no. You're too tired to pay for his decent music that he had. You made him wear daft clothes. You made him sound absolutely ridiculous in his promo and you stuck him in a program that wasn't going to go anywhere. It's not Keith Lee's fault, it's their fault. There you go. Very succinct that one. Safely within
1: the
3: thirty seconds,
1: oh, man. I can't, I can't say I can't say I disagree with any of that. Nope.
3: <laughs> yeah. None of none of what has just come out of Matt's mouth was anything other than the absolute truth. There, very on
2: Alliance. <laughs> it was just I, I just when it came out, I was like, yeah. And then <laughs> the biggest kick in the knackers was the. Uh, the Keith Lee documentary that they put out, <laughs> I was like, yeah. "Hang on a minute, you've said obviously nobody, either nobody talks to each other in this place, or somebody talks and nobody listens to them." It, it, it's uh, yeah, I, I just thought, you know, you kind of felt Otis has been sent back, and you think, "Fucking hell, he's been on the main roster for what two years now." Be a good, yeah, yeah be a good while. Maybe, hmm? maybe not quite two years, but it's been been longer than a year, certainly. Yeah, you know, and it's like, all right, well, he needs to be sent back for polishing. No, all these storylines that you've created, you've single, you've managed to make your way through them, and absolutely fuck them all up. And the Keith Lee, the Keith, the fact that Keith Lee has has been sent back down, if he has been sent to the performance center for polish for is. It's just criminal that they've not managed to... He was so far over. It, it just wasn't even... It, it was a given that he was going to be fine and just st- step after step, it was just like, all right, yeah, he's not going to have his normal music because we've fallen out with whatever that is. Is it CFO, dollar sign thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <they are>.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> We won't pay them their money, right? Okay, then. Well, that's stupid. So then he comes out and then proceeded. It's like somebody, it's like somebody meant, heard people criticizing the fact that he was coming out to the kind of jobber music and thought, fuck it, we'll just, I'm going to dig my heels in with this one and he's going to come mm. out to that every week. And then, oh yeah, we'll concede a little bit that he looks like he's coming out in his jammies or something like that. So then, uh, so we'll make him wear a slightly top- tighter vest. It, it, and then, his promos I and mean, seriously they were shit and and it was just I don't know why I don't know what I don't know what happened I don't know who said to him you know what Keith you, that's a really good promo that And it, it just, you sat there and you thought no no that's not what he's been doing for the past mm. however many months in NXT that's got him to the point of he had to go to the main roster watch
1: go, like watch the stuff that he did with Adam Cole even the little bit of time that he had with carrying cross um on his on his way out when he um he kind of had that brief stint with the NXT title. even watch the first promo from Rand, like against Randy Orton and the presence and the delivery and everything of it like it's, it's like far and away from what it is like right now like he the very little it, it seems it seems like they, they've just taken that option away from him like they've they not they're not giving him time to to actually deliver anything. He's just steadily been turned into the token big guy, and now Vince has got it in his bonnet that he he likes big guys, but he wants the big guys to be like like eighties roided up muscle men again. Like yeah. it's kind of like history repeating itself, and it's it's not it's not going to be that way unless unless you call Braun Strowman. Because um, I mean that guy has been absolutely shredding for the last like couple of months now and more but there was nothing like if it's that whole thing in it it's like if it didn't broke don't fix it and he's just he's just meddling for the sake of meddling for me and like i agree with what you said about him digging his heels in i think it's not that they don't hear the feedback they just think yeah
2: fuck it it's like it's like they literally took the car apart and then lost the body (laughs) <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, what have What we done with it? Oh, it's all right. Send it back to the performance center because you know that's not going to result in him being absolutely lost down there. You know they'll they'll start to build several other the kind of shitty storylines, and it'll be like, oh, has anyone seen Keith Lee in six months? And no, he's buried down in the performance center for the duration of his WWE contract. Speaking of uh, a,
1: a loose game of, of hide-and-seek, then, if you will, let's let's move on, let's move back to the card and to the uh, the feud between Randy Orton and The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. To me, this is kind of probably the most investing feud that's actually going on at the moment, and I did not expect to be saying that. Um, this weekend, the Viper takes on The Fiend, and recently Alexa Bliss has been paired up with Bray Wyatt. And Orton seemingly thought he'd found Wyatt's weakness by um, sort of threatening Bliss, picking her up and, and kind of like almost threatening to take her hostage. And then kind of when he realised what that, that was the, the card, kind of like just letting it lie for a little bit. Um, I guess, unfortunately for Randy Orton, that's just added more fuel to the, the fire. And uh, if anybody's seen Raw this past week, plenty of fire. Orton tried to lock Bray Wyatt in a box, a w- big wooden box, because, you know, Undertaker's gone now, so they can bring that sort of <laughs> shit back out again. And um, it sounds kind of pain, it sounds kind of painful, right, being locked in a box and then that box being set on fire and possible shortness of breath and all the heat and all the rest of it. Well, not if your fireproof and ultimately badass alter ego it's just can, can step right out of it. He went into the box as cardiganed Bray Wyatt and came out as The Fiend. Did look pretty good on TV, i give him that. Um, but then having transformed into The Fiend, Wyatt also applied the mandible claw uh, to close out with the most recent exchange that they've had. That then leads us to Sunday. What path, what path is Sunday going to take? I have gone straight in on this one. And I don't want to taint, obviously Jack's made his already, we've got Jack's loaded up, but I don't want to taint anybody's uh, opinion. But as I mentioned it earlier on, I, don't, I hadn't really thought at that point about another contest. This is where I put that in. I think if Orton wins, then it kind of kills the Fiend character a little bit more, because Orton ultimately got the victory over him years ago when they did this as, as the old Bray Wyatt as well, leading into WrestleMania. And to me, that would then show no character development whatsoever. Um, so similarly, if The Fiend beats Randy Orton, what are going to do with Orton for the next however long? I, I don't think this is the end of them two by any stretch. Um, I think very much that Wyatt is the placeholder until Edge makes his return again. Mm-hmm. Um but I think they need to drag this one out. So, that is me. I am I am not contesting this one. Anybody else wanna jump in? Is it Bray Wyatt or is it the Fiend? It is the Fiend. Fiend. There was a match there was a match two weeks ago on Raw at a ridiculous time in the morning when I was very tired. Um <laughs> where he what orton challenged wyatt as wyatt and they had a match and then the light like the screen started to go off and the lights went out and when the lights came back on again it was the red lights with all the screens with like the the mask segments on it and instead of it being bray wyatt as he was it was the fiend now see, in this day and age we all kind of know how they've done that and uh it was kind of seamless on the the Thunderdome uh, actual feed that I was watching at the time, but they, they, you know they've, they've gone they've done it two weeks and on on the spin now where they've they've pulled this trickery if you like, uh, but it's, it's definitely going to be the fiend this this weekend. Just a normal match.
2: Yeah, uh, I will go. i I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of tread on your toes a little bit because i think no contesters as, as well i think alexa bliss will get involved and there'll be some kind of um something to do with her kind of thing because I, I presume they're going to go for the payoff being a, a cinematic style um ending to it that's got something to do either with like similar to the the questionable kind of thing that they did with uh randy orton and the um and and Bray Wyatt kind of it mm-hmm. was it a house of horrors was it or something like that. I can't remember what they called it that one the one where it ended up with the the, the, the tree
1: outside the burning house kind of <laughs> yeah yeah okay you 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 down for that
3: um yeah. who wants who wants to go next I'll book the trend I'll go for the Fiend to actually get the win. Just okay. because I think that. I know, obviously, you can have the no contest and stuff like that, but I think even like even that sort of hurts him a little bit because it's like, you know, he couldn't really get the win. and I don't think he's lost yet, has he? As the Fiend. Oh, hang on.
2: Yeah. Did Goldberg beat him oh, when he was I... the Fiend? in Saudi Arabia, wasn't it? Uh, uh, <laughs> Stu's <Steve> nodded.
1: <laughs> the feed hasn't for no, I I I I still I just still feel that way about it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, still, I'll, stick with, I'll stick with my guns. I'll, I'll still go with the he'll, he'll win um, to borrow some of Matt's thing. I think he'll win because Alexa must have involved. Okay. So I'll we'll go with The
1: Fiend, which leaves us with... Andy
0: and Jack. I agree with everything that you were saying, Stu, about um, if if Randall uh, wins, it'll absolutely piss all over the, uh, the the character development they've done for The Fiend. So uh, get me right down for, uh, for, for Randall, because uh, <laughs> that's what this company loves to do. I really don't feel that they've done the character development or, or continued the character development of the fiend uh as i said very early on the fiend had the possibility of being the biggest thing that company had ever created and they uh, to me i think they got so far and they were like ah, uh, we don't know what to do anymore um so yeah randall keith for me um jack agrees as well uh, he's gone for randy Orton. wow i think we spoke
2: we about we spoke about it at the time you should have had some kind of undertaker slash kind of special event kind of character thing and it's just become a well, it's just become a marketing tool again and it? it's just you know get him on as many times as possible so he can sell as many figures and belts and t-shirts and stuff like that and it's just like yeah but if you would have waited a little bit it could have been something that you had for the next 20 years. Yeah, it should
0: it should have been bigger than just selling merchandise. It should have been something that they could have really built things around.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: <laughs> don't think
1: you would. He's let him in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, okay. Well, that, you know, again, let's not mention the fact that Andy and Jack have picked the same for that one as well. Um, leads <laughs> <us> on to... <laughs>
0: I, I, if you think matches. that's bad, you're going to love the next two
1: <laughs> Whoa, spoiler um, So yeah, the the final two matches Both TLC matches coming up And the first one we've got on the list Is for the WWE title So uh, following Team Raw's clean sweep In the men's elimination match at Survivor Series the, the members of that team Were given an opportunity to qualify For a WWE Championship match At the TLC pay-per-view It ended up with a triple threat match between AJ Styles, Matt Riddle, and Keith Lee. Now, as we just discussed, probably should have known Keith wasn't winning because he'd probably be quite tired from all the extra training. Um, but AJ Styles ended up taking a victory in that match and has been on a bit of a roll ever since. Probably partly linked with the huge presence of Styles' new running buddy, Omos, who is uh, just, just a, a, about seven foot three tall. If you've not seen him on Raw yet, you definitely won't miss him. Uh, But he's kind of played the part of, I suppose, AJ's been doing like the chicken shit heel kind of stuff, or like when AJ's going to get thrown off the apron, he just happens to be there to catch him and kind of preventing disaster and all that kind of thing. Um, Even in the TLC match sort of environment, rather than it being like a straight up match between AJ and Drew McIntyre, we've got. Not only almost, but a number of other factors in play. Um, Sheamus, um, is, is kind of on the scene at the moment. We've been sort of privy to the, the rekindling of an old friendship between Drew and, and Sheamus in the last few weeks, sort of born out of friendly rivalry. I'm guessing they're going to go down the whole Scots and Irish thing at some point, it feels like. Um, but they're definitely positioning Sheamus as somebody who, who, who's going to full on turn on him, I think, in future. But not only have we got that, but we've also got The Miz and John Morrison lurking in the background with The Miz holding the Money in the Bank briefcase. Um, there's already been a few attempts at the cash-ins. Um, but then just to solidify that further, there's been a bit of an unlikely partnership between those two and AJ Styles on the latest Raw as well. So by the time TLC gets here, it, it, it literally could be Drew McIntyre versus The World, but I would probably hazard a guess that The Big Scott wouldn't really want it any other way so where well, I mean you guys know what I would like to pick for this um without me even saying so I'll uh, I'll, I'll dive right in with the old uh, drew mcintyre prediction for this one for me same for me
3: yeah he's done damn
0: it's a it's a clean sweep there Stu
3: are you the same as well Paul did you say yes please it's okay. the old well, phrase go on let's not hot potato he's, but I don't know what you mean he's had it for at least like three
1: weeks now <laughs> no for at least six minutes it's six minutes more than Sasha ever had it until last time <laughs> <laughs> we might just rename it the uh, 24-7 time so yeah, that's all everyone in the book, everybody going with Drew McIntyre, fingers crossed that actually happens because at this point in time, I'm not really that bothered about seeing another AJ Styles title run just yet. I think no. it'll I think it needs to happen, but I think AJ Styles is better as like good guy AJ for me as a champion. Just my personal preference I guess. Um leading us then. Onto to the very final match and the second TLC match of the night, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. This has quickly become probably the most personal match on the card for one reason, and that being family. Uh, we all know that, that Reigns has been uh, striving to become the head of the table in his own family, enlisting Jey Uso as his, uh, to do his dirty work, um, including actually helping... Uh, Roman's take down the aforementioned Drew McIntyre at Survivor Series in a, in a very dis- despicable act. Despicable act. Um, Kevin Owens has been telling us for the last few weeks that he also fights for his family but cannot, you know, to put food on the table but they're not involved in the business so they can only cheer him on from home. Roman took that personally and uh, then decided to send a, a very personal message direct to camera straight to Kevin Owens' wife and child um, saying that if they couldn't speak any sentence to, to daddy and husband then uh, Reigns would be the man taking food off their table so yeah that's kind of pretty much what happened in the last week or so uh, or t- two or three weeks or so should I say where do we see the Universal title landing on Sunday night
3: no change for me uh, okay. they don't like to uh, they don't like to Right like to make Roman look too uh, fallible at any point of that so I can't see him doing it with the uh, Kev. Although I'm a little bit surprised that he's actually in the match to be honest with you, because I never thought he was uh, that high on the pecking order. Um, yeah, no, no change for me, but it's, it should be a good match.
2: Okay, yeah, I've got you down for Roman, uh, Matt. Um, Roman Reigns for me as well. I think there's more kind of um legs in the kind of family story thing. I think obviously like with the kind of is it like the attacking um the USO brother that's not knackered at the moment. Um as well as Kevin Owens with the chair. I think obviously they're building that kind of as like a bubbling underneath kinda of thing at some point and kinda of, you know, obviously there'll be I there'll be some kind of big emotional kind of thing with dads and granddads and however many generations of, uh, of of that family coming down and that type of thing and it'll be a, it'll be a wrestlemania payoff i presume mm-hmm. i'm gonna go with that kind of. okay so just note that one down can now, any like you any... can can any you smell that is is it is it is it a pe- pebble is it a pe- is a pebble uh, uh, yeah, yeah that, that's it yeah note? yeah no, <laughs> it smells,
3: it smells like a it smells like a boulder of some kind.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, look at his face! Look at his face! Before Jesus. before before the pebble grows into a full boulder, it has to become a rock. Do a bit of cooking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, so that's just me copied and pasted Roman's Matt's <laughs> prediction for every month from now until April time. That's, uh, that's Sorry. Can, can can I just note that we've actually gone past the a uh, Randy Orton match at this point and Matt didn't pick Randy Orton. That's something I never thought Yeah, either.
3: because he, I'm pretty sure if you go back a few podcasts, I think he said he's going to pick him for the last time and if he didn't come through he was never picking him ever again. Ever again. Well, he's, he, in which case he's, Matt's a man of his word.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Andy, who have you and who's Jack got? I'm um, sorry. I mean, just who have you got first, and then I'll do Jack's. Jack's oh, definitely so sweet. separate.
3: Sweet. Sweet
0: Both myself and Jack have gone with Roman Reigns. For
1: those of you listening along, please note the shock on my face by uh, heading over to YouTube right now, watching this video back. <laughs> But yeah, um, and in, in even more shocking news That is another clean sweep So the two big title matches In the men's division on the card Everybody has picked the same outcome So that's it That's it, that is the predictions complete Ready for the last uh, Pay-per-view of 2020 um, Yeah Next time around It'll be time for Royal Rumble And getting into WrestleMania season once again And as we all know
3: Better than Christmas, definitely better. Ah. Definitely better than Christmas. So yeah, just so, just on the Royal Rumble sort of talk, just briefly. I saw that um, there was something on, on on the internet that was uh, that was arguing the um, who the early bookies is uh, and I think what had happened is that they uh, they couldn't decide who was the early favourite when they were setting out the odds and things like that. So they did what any good person who can't work out what to do with the rest them is done. And they listened to last year's Cookie Cast Royal Rumble predictions. And they decided to go with a, a bit of a left field pick. Um, and uh, any of those who've got long memories will uh, remember that I uh, quite inexcusably picked Big E to win the Royal Rumble last year. And uh, I've obviously just... I'd obviously just gone a year into the future, and just made that pick a little too early. So. Well, I speak, up, I speak for
1: I, I, <laughs> I speak for the rest of planet Earth, Paul. When I say, if you went into the future a year ago, why the fuck did you not tell us what was happening? Come on, man! So, missed that bit. <laughs> I went to the future. What did you see? The winner of the Royal Rumble. Anything else happening? Nah, not really.
3: No, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) nothing to see here. Everything is fine. Oh, (laughs) bro. Okay. Uh, Has anyone got anything else?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you guys saw it, uh, but um, particularly someone, me and Stu, particularly like on the British indie scene is. Kind of thing is making another comeback. Um A kid Lycos like who's a uh, like top top um, tag tag team wrestler, his main tag partner Chris Brooks has gone to Japan, and we thought Lycos was done, kind of like properly officially done as well. But he's back with uh, Lycos two, uh, with Lycos Jim, and apparently are put in there. Uh, Putting tags and single te- single wrestlers on notice kind of thing. It's a it's a really good pr- uh, promo done by uh, someone. It's beyond Gorilla. He also does um, the Bastard Packs uh, promos, which I mean, yeah. If you've got a spare half an hour, you can get lost in in the Packs promos for AEW, and they are I mean just fucking awesome and this promo also from Lycos is absolutely spot on as well and uh, good luck I hope everything goes fine (laughs) because he's a really really talented wrestler and it's just the amount of times that we've been to matches or you know you hear of him being at Progress and it's like oh Lycos got injured and it's a shame because he's I mean he's only a young lad he's only like 22 23 and has been wrestling like seven eight years already uh but he's like properly talented he's kind of in that kind of you know i know that like pete dunn um tyler uh, tyler Bate and all them they're big fans of him as well um so just the promo's really good go and watch it um and just fingers crossed and all that that he could comes out you know he gets a good stint of uh, of being able to wrestle You'd like to think if uh,
1: if the world ever does get back to some kind of sense of live events for stuff that, like he's going to be like prime position now as well because with the UK scene kind of essentially being emptied into NXT UK, there's some shoes to be filled so, and various other things. <coughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. That let, let's hope that bit doesn't happen.
2: yeah Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, cool. I, I I hadn't heard that about Lycos. I, I genuinely thought that was him actually, what he's actually done. So that's quite a nice little. Uh, I'll have to go and look that up myself. Yeah,
2: it's
1: well worth it. Anything else, gents? That's it for me. Yeah. That's that it. Well, lovely. Thank you to everybody for listening along. Thank you for uh, to Jack for for sticking in, in another set of predictions not mentioned it but obviously if he does uh, if he does manage to beat us there is still the uh, the offer of a prize I have a box of said things that can be prizes just right next to me now so if he wins then we will be in touch will he win? tune in next time you'll find out we'll see if we've actually had to give uh, give one of my prize possessions away for, uh, for for being crap at predictions I've managed to avoid that so far but I'm still being crap at predictions throughout so Cool, thanks gents and
0: uh, yeah, Merry Christmas and all that jazz So there you go, that's it for this one and uh, that's it for pay-per-views for the year the next one will be 2021 the new year new year, new season new pay-per-views Big thank you to Stu, Matt, and Paul for uh, for doing the podcast and for a year another year's worth of wrestling content. If you're a YouTube watcher and you a YouTube subscriber, you're helping making the channel a better place. So thank you. Don't forget, there's also iTunes and SoundCloud. If uh, if listening's more your thing, check us out over there. Speaking of checking us out, you can check out our website uh thecookiecast.com check us out there we've got ways you can contact us and we encourage you to do so so you know there's that that's it for this one and that's it for the year until next year i'll say bye and i'll see you then bye